It's the Mind Team Solutions Podcast. Leverage your leadership with better communication and stronger relationships. Today, it's the second part of our conversation with Teresa Royal-Brown, the founder of the Entrepreneur Professional Network. Today, we discuss where you'll find your best networking opportunities. Click the link in the show description for even more content related to this episode, including detailed show notes and more about Teresa. Do people need formal events internally to network or can impromptu situations pop up like, you know, I don't know, in the cafeteria, if you gather several folks together at a table to talk. I mean, so what kinds of ways do we get these opportunities to network internally? Okay, so Sylvia, you just touched on a question that I get all the time. And this is my answer all the time. Networking happens, and write this down if you can. Networking happens everywhere, everywhere. And I'm gonna give you two quick examples. A friend of mine, this is a true story, was going for a job interview. She pulls in the parking lot and she sees a car screeching in the parking lot and cuts another car off. True story. Guy gets out and he starts yelling obscenities. Well, they go inside. Apparently, the guy is going in for a job interview. Guess who his person was going to interview him was? Oh, no. Exactly. So I have a tip that I say it starts in the parking lot. It starts in the elevator. It starts in the restroom. Anywhere you go, you can network. I know a good friend of mine who got a multi-million dollar contract, true story, on the elevator. You know why? He gets in the elevator, three people in the elevator, nobody's talking. He strikes up a conversation with the guy beside him. Hey, my name is such and such. He's like, yeah, do you work here? Yeah, I have my, my company's on the third floor. Oh, my company's on the second floor. What do you do? What do you do? Turns out this guy had just gotten a multi a multi-million dollar contract and was looking for someone with the other guy's skills. Wow. They inked the deal like the next day. Wow. Oh, they, they, he just showed his capability statement. He's like, oh my God, I need you. Can you do this? He ended up getting like $2.5 million off of that one contract just because he said hello wow. in the elevator. So to your point, Josh and Sylvia, networking happens everywhere. You got to be nice to people all the time. I talk to everybody. Still, Sylvia will tell you, Josh. I just start talking to people da, 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 because you never, you never know. We go in the, in the restroom. Ladies, we go in the restroom. We start primping in the mirror, you know, washing our face, you know, doing a little stuff. Oh my God, I love that jacket that you have on. Oh my gosh, I love your shoes. Little stuff like that, compliments, it goes a long way. And then you start talking. Well, what do you do? What do you do? (laughs) You see what I mean? So never miss an opportunity to network. So Sylvia, to your point, no, you don't have to go to a formal event. You can network internally in your own organization you're not going to know everybody, especially if it's a big company. You're not going to know everybody. So be nice to people in the elevator. Start talking to folks. I've seen people get jobs because of that. Just talking on the elevator. I like that person's personality. What department is she in? Oh, she's over at the you know customer service. No, move her into marketing. You see what I'm saying? Be nice to people because you just never know. But yeah, you're networking all the time. We're networking when we go in the grocery store. When you go in the grocery store, you don't know those people. I mean, there, we just dress in regular clothes. We run in there. What, what does Sylvia say? She ran in there to get some, some paper towels and toiletries and stuff like that. Everybody goes to the grocery store. You don't know who people are. And so I, it's the same thing at your job. You don't know who people are. You've got to be careful because you can do networking everywhere. 
the other person that I found in corporate who is powerful is the receptionist. Absolutely. Or the executive assistant who's sitting in the front door. The gatekeeper. The executive, yep, that gatekeeper internally gatekeeper. to just strike up a conversation with them. Absolutely. Over time, when mm-hmm. their boss happens to be saying to them just in conversation, yeah, I, I want to start fill in the blank or right. I really wish we could enhance mm-hmm. fill in the blank. And they're just talking. And that gatekeeper says, you know what? I just had a conversation with Yep. Every uh, time he says, "Oh, I never heard of him or her." And you know, man, that so networking really is just talking to people. That's all it is. Thank you. That's Connect, all it is. People. Connecting and meeting with people. Connecting, building relationships, talking to people. That's it. That's all you do. Mm. Wow. So you had mentioned some of the benefits before. You listed a couple of like five of them, mm-hmm. and some of them are. They're the reasons why it's good for the individual employee. And some of them I could also see like, you know, generating ideas and fresh perspectives that could be good for the employee, but other things also are good for the company. Right. So how can companies, organizations, leaders of these organizations help kind of facilitate the building of network or networking and building relationships within the organization? You know, I know Sylvia had mentioned about do you have to network at a, you know, formal events, but I think sometimes companies should do some nice things for their employees and maybe just have like a company, I don't know, get together. I know when, when I was in corporate America, they used to have something called an all hands meeting. Have you guys heard of that? Like it was like an all hands meeting and like the whole organization would get together, almost like a pep rally. And I see a lot of organizations kind of moving away from that. Once again, it goes back to what I said. You got to get back to the basics. People love that stuff. That's a, a way to kind of connect all of your employees together, if you can. Now, don't get me wrong. I know some organizations are huge and they can't do it, but then do it regionally. So if you have an office in Houston, you have one in you know Dallas or wherever, you do it regionally so that at least you can connect that way. Send out more correspondence through like all the social media networks. Let people in the world know what type of organization you are, because I might want to work for you. You never know. Or as an entrepreneur, I may want to submit a proposal because I know this organization preaches and teaches collaboration and business building or or relationship building. Because it's not just networking. It's all it is, is really you're building relationships. And that's how you sustain great employees by having that culture that, you know, you, you believe in collaboration. As opposed to competition. You know, we've all worked in companies that everybody's competing against everybody. Nobody have time for that anymore. We got to work together so we can get to the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Well said. I heard the term somewhere and I've used the, the culture of connection. Building mm-hmm. a culture, I love that. Which could be culture of collaboration. I like things that sound similar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. with kind of, there's been a lot on like remote work, right? People work in all different places and you know, not on site in the same building. And that's, it is good because it's what is needed in the workplace in terms of what we were talking a little bit about younger employees, flexibility, like these are sort of necessary things. Now the job market is sort of demanding and asking Mm -hmm. for. So with kind of the build of flexible work schedules, remote schedules, and not everyone's in the office all the time, you know, I guess, is there anything that, again, organizations can do? And you mentioned some things, but specifically to address not everybody necessarily under the same roof. Are there things that they can do or individuals can do to make sure that they're still 
feeling connected, I guess, mm-hmm. and part of the culture when they're kind of out on their own island, if you will. Right. And, you know, the remote networking thing is actually huge. I just read something yesterday that Facebook has encouraged all of their employees to stay home and work from home. So I know a lot of people are going to start feeling disconnected. So that's a great question. I think what we're doing right now, these Zoom calls, they're going to have to start doing that. Like, so even Mark Zuckerberg, I don't, I don't know how much he's involved in the day-to-day operations or whoever's over their company, but they've got to get out there and say, hey, all employees were having a Zoom call at five o'clock on Tuesday. And they got to have regular Zoom calls, regular communication, even, believe it or not, the phone. Pick up the phone, do those internal voicemail blasts or text messages to stay connected with all of the folks in remote areas. Because you're right, that word connection, if you're out there on an island by yourself, you're like, well, nobody cares about me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that might not be the case. So this is a way for them to stay connected with those remote folks on almost a day-to-day basis. Interesting. Was it the former, one of our former Surgeon Generals of the United States? I can't think of his name right now. But mm-hmm. He apparently has a book out and he's on a speaking tour mm. about loneliness in the workplace. Yes, yes. Uh, that's the word that he keeps using, loneliness. You don't think about that per se, and, but that's a huge stressor and a huge health issue. Mm-hmm. So much so that our Surgeon General, past one, is right now talking about it and writing about it. So yeah, that can that can solve that. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we're sitting here together. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. And, don't you feel like that? You know. Yes. So. And that's because we now I know in the podcast people are just listening in using the video conferencing networks, and there's tons of different systems. Right. Zoom. You know, Zoom's not paying us to say that. Yo, Zoom, pay us. Uh, no. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I know. We're, we're endorsing Zoom here. <laughs> but, I, you know, video, video conferencing is even more effective countering the loneliness and be the networking because you can see each other. And right. while, you know, right now in our podcast, we don't want us to have to see each other publicly because we're both kind of, you know, uh, casual out there. But, mm-hmm. of course, internal networking, uh, if you create that environment, you do want to see each other. There's so much more you know through eye contact. And yes, there's eye contact online, right. uh, video conference. There's, uh, you can see body language, at least the upper part of the body. So there's more connecting, there's more communicating remotely if companies can create some kind of a virtual video. Yeah, I love it. You can learn more about Teresa by clicking the link in the episode description with the top lessons from today's episode. And you can continue the conversation with us by visiting our website, mindteamsolutions.com. We'll see you next time.